Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time in Columbia, South Carolina, where we were at Living Water Church. We had great meetings in the church, then we had the Bible school. Gosh, hungry students. And it's so neat to see, I say it every week, how the churches are so anticipating and expecting about the coming of the Lord. That's the way it should be. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord. And we say it, you know, the second coming has so many signs, tons of signs. I think the book has 79 or 80. But the rapture is signless. So if we can see the nations align for what's going to happen just after that, it shows us how close we are as well. But boy, I mean, you have all the signs of the second coming then back up seven years, and that's when we'll be leaving. But there's stuff happening with alliances once we get through today. So many little bitty intricacies of nations coming together that I'm like, wow, that's so blatant. But it tells us that we're about to see Jesus. Remember uh, when Jesus went into town and the, the madman of Gadara, the demons started crying out, are you come to torment us before the time? They knew that Jesus was on a schedule, but they knew he was early. So if demons could know the schedule, how much more the church? And uh, the Lord wants us to know. He rebuked them, said, hey, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour of visitation. So he does want us to know. So let's pick up with what's happened around Israel. What an interesting couple of months uh, several months now after October 7th. So with that, uh, Israel went into Jaffa. They were told by everybody not to go into Jaffa. Egypt threatened them. America threatened them. Don't go into Jaffa. Well, they went in. They got two hostages out. And they're going to have to go back in there because, of course, Hamas's leadership is hiding there because everyone's telling them not to go in there. So if Hamas thinks they can have a hideout there, uh, they will. So they'll t- take all the leadership there. So that's so amazing what all is happening in all of Gaza. And not just Gaza, it's still a bombardment of rockets. You have a bombardment of rockets coming from the north, from Lebanon, from Hezbollah. Israel's retaliating. They said they want to move them back so many miles. And I think they're going to have to. And we're going to have to probably do more than that. But uh, in the middle of that, though, you, you've got nations just doing crazy stuff. You've got Iran teaching uh, Iranian commanders, teaching Russians how to use Iranian drones. And uh, along with that, you had Russia use its hypersonic missile this last week, first time ever in the Ukraine war. This is a missile that'll go almost 9,000 miles an hour. They said it was probably going about 4,500 to 6,000 miles an hour when it hit the Ukraine. But with all of that, the talk of of uh, Putin going into Germany, going into NATO, you had NATO's head commander say this last week, it looks like NATO is getting ready for a 10-year war with Russia. So this is completely uh, bizarre. In the middle of that, you have uh, the UN saying crazy stuff against Israel. Uh, even the UN Relief Organization had basically hidden Hamas fighters there. And now there's a lot coming out to kind of bring uh, that to a halt because that's craziness when you have people that are UN relief workers basically trying to annihilate Israel. So, so much more on that front happening. What this was really amazing uh, a couple of days ago. You had the United States along with Israel, uh, literally do airstrikes on the Damascus airport. I mean, this is like never has America joined in with Israel to hit Damascus. Remember, the Bible says Damascus will be made a wasteland. Why did they do that? Iran keeps hauling missiles down into Hezbollah. Hezbollah has a couple hundred thousand missiles that have very uh, flawless accuracy, uh, whatever you call their guidance systems. And that's why Israel had two Air Force bases in the northern part of Israel get hit by Hezbollah a couple weeks ago. I mean, it was a flawless shots. It wasn't just beside them. It was right on them. So so Israel's having to react, and America's reacting with them because of Iran firing on our bases, and three of our soldiers got killed. So America's uh, basically going for it. Now, 
we don't have time. There's so much. It sounds like you say, well, you're just all getting ready for war. Well, basically, this is what it is the days of Noah. But there's so many things with nature going on that I don't have a chance to get into. I mean, you had Tanzania had so much bad weather that you had 18 people injured by lightning. In California and Nevada, you had 945 earthquakes in one week. You have the Devil Comet, listen to this, coming to the Earth two weeks after the eclipse that's in April. And uh, that, it's kind of weird that you have a comet that's named for the Devil because of the way it's shaped and everything with its horns uh, coming two weeks after that eclipse. Now, the eclipse is going to come across uh, America and X marks a spot seven years earlier. It came to the exact spot in Illinois. It's where the biggest fault line in America is. It's where little Egypt is. So you got X marks a spot for America. You have the devil comet coming toward America. I mean, coming toward the, the earth. It's not, they said it's not going to hit the earth, but just seeing it come by, it's just like Halley's comet. That's how rare it is. So you got connections. Uh, the, the, the papers all came out. The documentation all came out that Putin, uh, Russia's president and China's president are getting along better than ever before. So you just see all these weird alliances coming together along with uh, America and the Ukraine having to stop the missiles coming from Yemen. So Israel completely being fired upon on every side. If, if you got into all the little, uh, intricacies of all the different things that are happening along with Egypt. Egypt threatened to stop normal relations with Israel. Jordan threatened to stop normal relations with Israel, all because of Gaza and the backlash. So what the problem is, is uh, the Hamas is the ones that uh, not tried to kill all of Israel. So Israel's protecting itself. And to see the, the world uh, act like it is, some people are acting normal, but the majority of the world's coming against Israel right now, and I don't think we've seen anything yet. So why is this a big deal? Pressure on Israel, because uh, Jesus is just about to come back. So we always do, what, what do we do with all this coming together? Sign after sign, indica indicator after indicator showing us how close we are. We help our local church, help our local pastor. All this information is because he wants you to finish strong. He wants you to see the finish line accelerate. So it is to bring you great joy. The joy will reduce strength. So the whole thing about all this info about how close we are is because he loves you. He wants to bless you, wants to encourage you, wants to strengthen you. He doesn't want you afraid. If you hear end time preaching, it scares you. It's not Bible. There are so many things going on that could scare people in the world, but we're to have absolutely zero fear. It is intriguing to see uh, China trying to hustle, uh, basically bring people across the border from the south and from the north. And it's uh, weird how it looks like China's being set up to do more things than we could realize. And I just believe it'll be right, right after the rapture. So, okay, so once we do that, we always go to the signs every week. And I know you probably know all of them by heart, but what is it? Israel regathered in our lifetime. Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. But then you've got the Hebrew language restored. You've got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You've got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have foxes on the Temple Mount. You have the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. Ezekiel prophesied that 2,700 years ago. And then you had the Dead Sea turn blood red right where Sodom and Gomorrah is. And it happened on the Day of Atonement. That was last fall. So uh, amazing things happening. You had the, the archway for Baal worship in Palmyra. Now, Palmyra is where the Tower of Babel was. You had that archway rebuilt for Baal worship. Russia did it this last year. The Talmud says that's the last sign you'll see before the Messiah comes. So there's just sign after sign after sign after sign. I do like that Bishop Malachi from the year 1129 gave the coat of arms for every pope that would be on the earth all the way up to the coming of the Lord. It's amazing wow. that he, he did that. 
uh, as detailed as the coat of arms is, and he got it correct 114 out of 114. The History Channel said that's statistically impossible. Only a god can do that. Yeah. That's exactly right. Guess what pope we have right now? 114th. All this pressure for the Abraham Accords, all these pressures to coexist, all these pressures to have one monetary system, uh, one uh, world government, and one world religion. Man, it's completely going toward that, specifically with artificial intelligence. So that those are signs we know mentally lovers themselves. We have all these signs of uh, coming together. The Temple Mount Institute is really one that blesses me. They are totally ready to start having sacrifices. I love that the red heifers they had, because of COVID, didn't have their ears clipped, so they're, they don't have a blemish. That would have been a blemish on them that they couldn't use them. So it's flawless to have that all ready right before the coming of the Lord. So event after event, 172 different species of predatory birds started showing up in the land of Israel. Right after the Ezekiel 38 war, God will call on the fowl of the air to clean the land up. Seven years later, he'll call on the fowl of the air to clean the land up again. So you got the cleanup crew in Israel. So all these speak to us. I mean, with specifically the nations that are aligning themselves against Israel right now. And the verbiage is so bold. And then you see all these specific signs that the Bible said you'd see. That tells us we're very, very close to being at the throne of God. Seeing those eyes as a flame of fire, feet like undefined brass, a voice of many waters, the shepherd and the bishop of our souls. Wow, the firstborn from the dead, the brightness of the glory of God, Jesus. That's who we're about to see, the, the, the honored one, the magnified one, the glorified one. So we have all those signs that I'm skipping over, tons of them. Then you get to signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles a few years ago. It happened four times in a row, just a few times. NASA calls that a tetrad. When did it happen four times in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? Last time it happened was 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. 1492 at the eve of expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. And God raised up uh, Columbus to sail the ocean blue in 1492. Founded a little country called America to be a safe harbor for the Jews. So you have so much happening in 2017. You got so much happening with the eclipses. You got so much happening with comets and asteroids. The asteroid deal has gotten so huge that they're seeing them after the fact, after they've passed us. Now, why is that a big deal? The Bible says that wormwood will hit the Earth during the tribulation. It'll make a third of the waters radioactive. NASA said there's a comet called worm, an asteroid called wormwood coming in 2029. It's going to do a flyby. I was preaching in the Ukraine. I said that word wormwood. Everyone gasped. I said, what's the deal with wormwood? That's the word Chernobyl. So these things are all real. We're watching all these things come to pass because Jesus is just about to come. Let's go for it. This is it. Let's accelerate. We see the finish line. We, we accelerate with great joy, yes. looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So uh, we'll come back next week and we'll look at all the little intricacies that are coming together with literally the negotiations behind the scenes are what's intriguing me to see how those will come forward and come to the forefront real soon. So have a blessed, wonderful week. We're going to see Jesus very soon. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.